Welcome to Scanner School. My name is Felix Demberger, and this podcast is always here to teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. All notes from today's podcast can be found on our website at scannerschool.com slash session 134. Before we start this week's podcast, I want to take a second to thank our Patreon supporters. Now, Patreon is a month-to-month sponsorship platform, and we have three different support tiers with different benefits for your support. At a dollar a month, this donation lets us know that you are out there and supporting the podcast. At $3 a month, you'll receive the podcast before the general public. You will also have access to an advertisement-free podcast with no middle break. This podcast we deliver to you each week via a private feed that you can add to your podcast player. For those listening via the web, you will receive an email with a link to the podcast as soon as it releases. The $5 level is the best benefit for your support. Not only do you receive the benefits of the $3 tier, but you also get a set of squelchy stickers mailed to your home, access to a monthly Patreon-only Zoom meeting, as well as future discounts and benefits for upcoming Scanner School courses and offerings. At $5 a month, this equates to about a dollar a week or a dollar per podcast episode. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can go to scannerschool.com slash Patreon or scannerschool.com slash support. Now, I'd like to thank all of our Patreon supporters who are Craig Harper, Dan, Glenn Blum, Glenn Bryden, Guy Lee, Irvin Thibodeau, James Felling, Jeff Block, Jenny Taylor, John Goldenberg, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Mark Beebe, Paul Teal, Raymond Hill, Richard Armstrong, Ronnie Bach, Sal Marandola, Scott Vorder, Signals Everywhere, Tim Mazza, Ted Glundai, and William Arcand. Let's get this podcast started. Welcome to The Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. Welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and my arbitrator call sign is W2LIE. If this is your first week joining us for class, or you're already a weekly listener, welcome to this week's podcast. Now, the Scanner School podcast releases every Tuesday to teach you everything you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. Now, before we start, remember, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast by hitting the subscribe button in your podcast player of choice or by signing up for our newsletter on the front page of our website at www.scannerschool.com. And again, if you sign up for the weekly newsletter, you'll receive scanner radio tips and podcast reminders delivered right to your email inbox. So this week, we're going to talk about scanning during, and I'm going to say air quotes here, social unrest which I guess is just a 2020 PC and friendly way of saying protests and those marching and taking action for what they believe. Now, I am not here to talk about the politics. I'm not here to talk about taking sides, all right? I'm a believer that when you listen to someone for content, that is what you are listening for, okay? Now, personally, I can't stand it when, say, you go to a concert and you all of a sudden start listening to the artists talk about what's on their mind politically or else, right? I mean, we're there to listen to the music or you're going to see somebody who's in comedy or where else, right? So I'm not here to talk about politics or taking sides, okay? I'm a believer that when you listen to someone for content, that's what you are listening for, all right? You don't come to this podcast to listen to me talk about my political beliefs, just as I don't go and pay somebody else, say, at a concert venue to listen to them talk about what's on 
their political agenda. I went there to listen to them play the songs, just like you are here to listen to me teach you about the scanner radio hobby. Politics are left at the door. Okay, that's also one of the rules when it comes to amateur radio and talk on the air, right? You just don't discuss politics. So with that said, before we jump into the information in today's session, the information here is going to be the same no matter who you may be, okay? If you're the type of person who wants to listen to your scanner because you want to know what's going on, so you can remain safe, so you can remain in the know, so that you just have an enjoyable session sitting in front of the scanner as you normally would, this session's for you. Okay. If you're looking to find something new, something different you may want to listen to, again, this session is for you. And if you're going to be using this information for any other purpose, this is also a session for you. Okay. Why is this? Because it doesn't matter who you are or how you're going to use the material in this podcast. The information inside remains the same regardless of who is using it. And this, again, was a very tough subject for me to commit to recording. But I felt it was my duty as the host of Scanner School to do what we set out to do when we launched two years ago. And the goal at that point is the same as the goal today, where it says we will teach you everything you need to know about the Scanner Radio Hobby. This will fall under the everything part. Okay, maybe not everybody's going to like it, but this is what I signed up to do. And I feel kind of responsible for doing it. So with that said, it is your responsibility of the listener on how you use the information inside this podcast. I will not be held responsible on whatever actions you may decide to do with the information within this podcast. It is my hope that you use the information responsibly and that you use it in according to any local laws and that Hopefully, you're somebody who is just listening to want to know what's going on, okay? So, we're going to back up this podcast pretty far. We're going to back the material up. I'm going to back up this subject here and assume that the majority of the listeners may be first-time listeners to the podcast because of what's going on. It's, it's no surprise that scanner sales are up. Maybe you're returning to the hobby, Maybe you're an everyday listener, and this is a great review, plus some additional tips for you at the end as well on what you could be listening to, all right? So if you're brand new to the Scanner Radio hobby, let me just say I've got a great resource available for you at www.scannerschool.com slash five things. That's the number five, followed by things, all one word. This guide at scannerschool.com slash five things is a great quick guide to break down five things that you should know before buying your first or your next scanner radio. And in this document, you will see how to make an educated decision on what you need to buy, how to avoid costly mistakes, how to be sure you're scanning legally, where to get valuable information for free, and also how and where to get help. So again, scannerschool.com slash five things. Now, in today's podcast, we're kind of going to blur the lines between that document and the podcast. We're going to go pretty quick because we can draw, drag this out. We can drag this out for a while, but we're not going to do that here. Okay. I think I've talked long enough before even getting into the content. So is scanning legal? What can I listen to in my area? What do I have to worry about as far as encryption? What do I need? What do I need an expensive scanner? Where can I buy a good scanner? 
Can I have it programmed? Where are some alternatives? What else can I hear besides fire and police? And where can I go for additional help or guidance? So let's start with the list. Is scanning legal? So one of the things that we need to know is whether or not scanning is legal in our country. But not only that, what are the scanning laws in your state or your town, your village, your province, etc.? Example, here in the United States, we don't have any laws that say you can't own a scanner. That's different in other countries, okay? But here in New York, there's a paragraph on the vehicle traffic law or the VTL that says you cannot have a device in your vehicle capable of receiving public safety frequencies. Now, this law is heavily debated if having an amateur radio license gets you around this law. I personally Personally, I don't take the chance with that one. I do not put a scanner in my vehicle because of the way that this law can be skewed one way or the other. Now, you also need to know that if you're using this scanner while committing a crime, okay, you could have charges elevated against you. So if it is your plan to take the information as podcast, grab a radio, and go marching down the street somebody sees that scanner or that radio, it will be an attention getter. Okay? Keep that in the back of your mind as well. Number two, what can I listen to in my area? Now, the best resource by far in order to do this is the Radio Reference Database. We'll put a link to this in the session notes. But again, it's www.radioreference.com slash apps slash DB. On the top of the page, what you're going to do is you're going to pick your country. On that map... If available, you'll navigate to your state or providence, then navigate to your county. Now, you'll see a page with frequencies listed. That's the immediate page you come to. These are conventional frequencies. Okay. Not only do you want to look at these conventional frequencies, but you also want to look at the notes pages within that whole list of frequencies in there. Some things you want to look for are police use this trunk system. Fire use this trunk system. Or whatever it is you want to look at, says at the top of the page, would say, would also use this trunk system. You also want to look within those list of frequencies to see if you see anything that says P25, NXDN, DMR, right? You're looking for FM or FM narrow. That'll, that'll tell you that you can pretty much listen to this with a cheap scanner. All right. You also want to look at for any E's in the mode as well. E would flag out this encryption. We'll talk about that in one second. At the bottom of the page, you'll also see trunk systems. Many of these departments may be in operation on trunk systems. Now, again, you want to look at the trunk system types. Is it EDAX, Motorola Type 2? Is it LTR? Is it P25? Is it DMR? Is it NXDN? Open these up and see what's in them. They'll give you clues as the kind of scanners you're going to need to buy. Now, can't really go into this even further, but again, I do have weekly Ask Scanners Cool Sessions. I'm also available for one-on-one -on -one tutoring if you need additional help, scannerschool.com slash ask, and I'll be more than happy to go through these pages with you and to help you out to buying a scanner. Now, do you need to worry about encryption? This is number three on the list. This one can save you a lot of time and a lot of hassle. Now, if you're looking at Radio Reference Database and you see the capital E like we just talked about in the, the mode column, then you have full-time encryption. If you have a lowercase e, then that indicates partial encryption. So for example, where I live in my county, if I go in the trunk system, it's going to have a capital DE or Delta Edward. This means that there's full-time encryption on those. 
All right. Number four, do I need an expensive scanner? Well, that all depends on the area that you live in, what you want to listen to. Now, as we looked about before in parts one, two, and three, or parts two and three, what is it, what modes and what technologies are out there where you're scanning, right? Again, if we see DMR, NXDN, or P25, you will need to increase your budget to listen to those talk groups or those frequencies, okay? The reasoning is because you have to pay for the licensing that allows you to listen to that. When it's analog, you can come over any radio and any speaker. Any cheap scanner can help you out there. But you're paying for the ability to unlock those licensing. It's like trying to watch cable TV without a cable card, right? You got to pay for that subscription in order to do it. Owning the hardware in your scanner isn't a subscription. It's a one-time fee to do that. So that's why the P25 scanners have like a $200 premium on top of them. And then when you have to buy DMR, there's a $60 license fee. And an NXDN, $60 license fee, right? That's why these things happen. Also, why the TRX-1 is included, but the price is a little bit more with it because you're already paying for those codecs to be able to decode that, okay? So where can you buy a good scanner? Well, there's two options when it comes to getting a scanner, right? You can shop at Amazon and you can pick one up. I mean, with Prime membership, you can have one there delivered in one to three days. Now, if you know what you're looking for and what you want, this could be a good solution. Again, you can help support Scanner School by going to scannerschool.com support, and we have a link to Amazon in there. When you click on that Amazon link and make a purchase, we get a little bit of a credit for it. So it's an affiliate program or a recommended purchase, right? But to me, I would recommend highly Scanner Master. Now, Scanner Master has been in the business for 40 plus years, and they specialize in scanner radio sales and programming. They can help you pick out the correct scanner and even program it for you. So if you go to scannerschool.com slash scanner master, that's all one word, and make a purchase, we'll get credit for the sale. But if you need more help and you want to call them up on the phone, when you talk to Rich or Jonathan, make sure you tell them that Scanner School sent them your way. Even tell them you listen to this podcast. This will be a nice little handoff to let them know where you came from. We won't get credit for the sale that way, but at least they know where you came from. And it's a nice way to say, hey, a friend referred me to you guys. All right. So again, I know we're going kind of fast, but these are some basic building blocks to buying the right scanner. After the break, though, we're going to talk about some things that if you already have a scanner and you're familiar with how this all works, then we'll talk about different types of things that you can do with the scanner and different types of scanning frequencies and, and other agencies that I would personally be interested in listening to. We'll be right back after this break. Did you know there are ways to help support the Scanner School podcast that doesn't take any time or any extra money on your part? If you go to scannerschool.com support, you will find we have several ways that you can continue to do your online shopping and help support us. We have links to Amazon. If you click on our link before you go to Amazon, anything you buy from there will help support Scanner School. Now, if you're in a market for a brand new scanner, an antenna, other accessories, we have links to Scanner Master, where you can not only purchase a scanner and accessories, but you can also get your radio programmed. And by clicking on our link before you buy, you are helping to support the podcast. Now, if you're in a market for software, we have links to Butel. And if you want something new to you, we also have links to eBay. Again, just go to scannerschool.com support before you make your purchases and you are helping to support Scanner School at no additional cost to you. 
This session of Scanner School is sponsored by East Coast Pagers. Now, East Coast Pagers is one of my online companies, and we are a Unication, Apollo, and Swiss phone dealers serving the North American market. Now, if you're looking for a personal use pager or one for your department, we can get you a quote at the very best prices. So why does a company like East Coast Pagers support Scanner School? I think that every Scanner Reader user should at least put one pager in their collection of radios. The reason why is very simple. It frees up your scanner to just do scanning, and then you have one radio that's dedicated to your local fire activity. Now, with a pager, you can have voice storage. You can do tone outs. You can keep it silent. You can go back the next day and listen to what you've missed overnight. It's more than you can do with an out-of-the-box scanner. And with today's pagers, having multiple frequencies and even having multiple channels in a scan list, like the Unication G1 can do eight channels in a scan list. It has 64 memory channels, and out of the box, it comes with 11 minutes of stored voice and a desktop charger. The G2s to G5s, they do P25 phase one and phase two in simulcast environments with stored voice, paging on conventional NP25. Oh, and they're upgradable too to DMR type one and type two. They are more rugged than today's consumer-based scanners. And with a pager like a Swiss phone S-Quad, you won't even realize you're wearing one. It'll help keep you informed as to what's going on in your neighborhood. So again, eastcoastpagers.com or contact me directly, phil at eastcoastpagers.com. Do you have a new scanner? You're having problems understanding how it works? Maybe you're new to the entire Home Patrol database of programming and you can't figure out Sentinel. Did you get a new SDR and you're trying to figure out how to install it or you want to learn how to use Unitrunker, DSD+, maybe set up a Pioware or even just make some changes and you don't understand how this system and the equipment works, the podcast might be great for you, but maybe you need a little bit more of one-on-one help with setting something up. I'm available to do just that with you with our private tutoring sessions. You can book me online by going to scannerschool.com slash consulting for a one-hour session. And it's great because we can actually share computer screens remotely and I can guide you through step-by-step as if I was sitting right next to you. So again, book me for an hour at scannerschool.com slash consulting for your scanner radio one-on-one tutoring session. National Communications Magazine is your personal library of scanner, CB, GMRS, FRS, MURS, and two-way radio articles written by the best minds in the business over the past three decades. Your NatCom personal online access account allows you to download the newest issues of America's Hobby Radio Magazine, as well as back issues too. So visit natcommag.com to download your free sample issues and sign up today. That's natcommag.com for National Communications Magazine. Okay, number six. Can I have my scanner programmed? Yes, you can get your scanner programmed either before you purchase it, while you purchase it, or even after you purchase your scanner. Now, again, I recommend before the break, we look at scanner Master, they do a great job at doing what they call hometown programming, where you can mail your scanner off to them and they can actually program it for you. Now, again, there's other solutions out there, such as the Unidin Home Patrol, where you buy the scanner and you plug it into your Windows computer and you do a quick update on the database. And then what you do after that is you just put your zip code in. The, the scanner will automatically program itself for your zip code. We're going to talk about this again in a little bit because I want to talk about some alternatives before we get in here. So let's just go right into alternatives. So 
besides paying for programming, again, we, you can do the BCD 436 HP, the BCD 536 HP, Home Patrol 1, Home Patrol 2, STS 100, STS 200. These radios all have a radio reference database in it. Additionally, with the whistle line, you've got the TRX 1 and the TRX 2. You can use software to program these up. I like the unit ones because you can just set up the zip code in there and it will just program itself. These will work. You just really can't fine-tune things all that well with them. I like making my own personal favorites list when it comes to these kinds of scanners. But if you're looking for something and you, and, and you just want to get out of the box and you just want to get it working, there's nothing wrong with popping a zip code in and getting it set up. You should remember the range on it. You want to set the range to a very, very small value on it. And you want to make sure your service types are set up to what it is you want to listen to. Fire dispatch, obviously for fire dispatch. Law dispatch for PD. Again, law tactical and a lot of this stuff would get you into some attack groups. And that's also one of the hints that I have for you as well in one more minute. So again, you can pay somebody to, to, to program your scanner. You can buy one of these home patrols or the TRX-1, TRX-2s. You can also go on a website like Broadcastify, and you can do that, and, and you monitor other people's scanners that are in your local area. Now, again, you can be very limited as to what it is you can listen to based on what feeds are available for you. Also, whatever the other person is streaming is all that you can hear. There's no customizing the radio, locking on a channel, or doing anything like that. Now, there's this new ingest program on Broadcastify that might help you out even further to listen to one talk group. Then you lose the ability to scan. So there's online resources that can help you out here. But again, you're losing some of the flexibility on it. Also, you've got some smartphone apps like Scanner Radio by Gordon Edward, Radio uh, 5.0 Radio. There's other software out there too that allows you to listen to live streams again they all pretty much come from broadcastify so you're limited as to what it is on there but again if you don't want to fork over the money for a scanner you still want to know what's going on out there broadcastify and, and apps like scanner radio uh, radio 5.0 i believe it was what it's called will really help you out as to listening to see what's out there in your neck of the woods and even help you justify whether or not to buy a scanner so what else is there besides the fire and the police to listen to? Well, again, a lot of the online stuff you're going to hear is just the dispatch frequencies. If you had your own scanner, you can listen to the tactical channels. And sometimes you may find out a tactical channel that hasn't been used in nearly forever may now all of a sudden be used for all this protesting and social injustice and the marching and everything else. So I know there was one group out here that, again, was a support tact channel. Now, with sudden, that's where all the officers are going over onto that as well. So, again, break out some of the channels you may have locked out or you haven't listened to in a while. Maybe even put talk groups into an ID search mode. You may find some more stuff out there. I'd also try and listen to, say, OEM. That would help. That's the Office of Emergency Management. Uh, and also, what's interesting, too, to try and take a listen to, which I heard was was interesting and, and really starting to draw some listeners to, is that here in the States, the Department of Justice has what they call a 25 cities project. And this is really cool here. So according to the Radio Reference Wiki, the DOJ 25 cities project provides these locations with interoperable capabilities between local, state, and federal agencies during emergency responses. Now, the following cities that are participating in the project are Atlanta, Baltimore, Boston, Charlotte, North Carolina, Chicago, Dallas-Fort Worth, Denver, Detroit, El Paso, Hartford, New Haven, Connecticut, Honolulu, Houston, Jacksonville, Florida, Los Angeles, Miami, Minneapolis, Newark, New Jersey, New York, that's New York City area, New Orleans, Norfolk, Hampton, Rhodes, Virginia, Orlando, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Portland, Oregon, 
Richmond, San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, St. Louis, Tampa, Florida, and Washington, D.C. So there's a whole pile of frequencies in there. And again, we're going to link to this in the session notes. Again, scannerschool.com slash session 134. But if you want to find it out, just go to, to, to the uh, wiki at Radio Reference and look for the DOJ High Risk Metropolitan Areas Interoperable Assistance Project, or even just DOJ 25 Cities may help you out as well. As we've also talked about in previous podcasts, you can listen to the NIFOG frequencies. Now, we've talked about this before, and the NIFOGs is basically a national interoperability field guide that has frequencies ranging from VHF or up to UHF, 700, 800, that agencies can get on and use during crises like this as well. Now, again, if, say, National Guard rolls through or FEMA or multiple agencies come in, they may go to UTAC channels or VTAC channels or 7TAC channels. ATAC channels. These would all light up when it comes to multiple agencies working in an area. Now, again, this is pretty much state specific because that's that's what I know about. Another thing you can try listening to here, which is interesting, is the media frequencies. Now, again, we have media up in the 450 range, and we can hear IFB links, we can hear field reports, we can even hear traffic helicopters and news copters and stuff like that. So this gives you the ability to hear what's going on live, uh, maybe where marches are going on or, or where they're trying to set up cameras or, or what's going on before they even hit the airways, before it goes to the you know the news at 11, the news at 2, the news, whatever time in the news comes on, right? I don't even know why I said news at 2. I meant news at 12, but even the 5 p.m., 6 p.m. news, right, the national news, whenever they have all the remote broadcasts out there, there's got to be some sort of sync between the, the reporter and the field office, right? So sometimes you'll hear that on the IFB link. Sometimes you'll just hear them going back and forth and saying, I want this shot, come over here, pan to the left, pan to the right, if it's, a, if it's you know a live outdoor event. So listening to traffic between 450s and the 460 range, at least that's where they are here in New York City, that really can help you out as well. I used to love listening to the traffic too when I had to do some commuting and, and it was really interesting to know what was going on. So in the end, right, what did we talk about here today? So we talked about whether or not you will need to find out if scanning is illegal. Now, again, every country that listens has different legal issues to worry about, right? Some, you can't listen to anything. Some countries are listen to what you want as long as it's not like the states here, you know, there's certain things you don't listen to here. You go to the UK and they, they basically say, you know, you can't listen to anything because it's Tetra, but you can listen to like aviation and Marines and amateur radio. So again, know the laws where you are. All right. What can I listen to in my area? These are things that you're going to go on radio reference. You're going to find out what's available in your area. It, it could change no matter where you are. So to worry about encryption, possibly. And even if you don't have to worry about encryption now, maybe they're siloing encryption in when they go out and, and help disperse crowds and, and everything else. You, you may find out that, that, that there's encryption all of a sudden. All right. Now, do you need to buy an expensive scanner? Again, you're going to find out with the information from Radio Reference, and that'll help you, guide you through what you want to, what you need to buy. Where can you buy a good scanner? Again, I recommend Scanner Master. Can you have a program? Yes, Scanner Master can also program it for you. What are some alternatives? We talked about different types of websites and smartphone apps that you can jump on and, and get on. Again, Broadcastify. Scanner Radio Deluxe or Scanner Radio, the apps that I recommend. Besides Police and Fire, again, I, we talked about the DOJ 25 Cities Project. We talked about the NIFOG channels. Again, media would help out as well. Don't forget your Office of Emergency Management. Finally, where can you get additional help or guidance? Right here. Number nine, this is where we are. Where can you get additional help or guidance? You can get help by listening to this podcast. You can ask me your question going to scannerschool.com slash ask. I'm also available for 
tutoring sessions. If any of this is over your head, but you still want to know what's going on, you can hire me for an hour. I will tutor you. I will answer any questions. We can go over the process at Radio Reference, you and I. I can sit down over Zoom, like I'm sitting down right next to you virtually, and I can point out what you'd want to look for, what it is you're going to need. We can go on to the websites and we can pick out a, a radio. We can show you how to get it set up and scanned and get you to listening to what it is you want to do. I'll answer all your questions, whatever you have within an hour. I am there and available for you. Again, you can do that by going to scannerschool.com slash consulting and also scannerschool.com slash tutoring. Okay, so how did I do? Remember, you can download all the links we talked about today at scannerschool.com slash session 134, but you can also leave me your feedback there as well. Again, let me know how I did. If anything you want to add, any suggestions that you would have for somebody who is trying to listen to what's going on with the social unrest, let me know. Remember, you can join us every week on Zello, scannerschool.com slash Zello for our weekly net. Again, that's Zello. Sounds like hello, but with a Z in place. Scanner School's copyright 2020, Montreal Inc. Again, my name is Phil Lichtenberger, and this is Scanner School. We teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. Remember, the best way to help support the podcast, too, is to share the podcast. Share this podcast with your friends on your favorite Facebook groups and even email to somebody. 73, everyone. We'll talk to you all next week.